Let's talk a little bit conspiracy theories. Oh, man, they give me a headache. I know, I know, I know. But what do you think? What do you think are the most realistic uh, conspiracy theories out there? So obviously, um, and I, I don't want to go into COVID because that's overplayed about China, about it's a man-made virus and they released it for some sort of a fucking agenda that they've got that we're going to learn about it soon. I don't like know. Man-made or not, we are still the ones who are spreading it. We could easily contain it six weeks, but we chose not to. We chose not so, to. So, right? you know, they, they might have done their part they may have not we, i don't know but uh what happened after the first six weeks is entirely on us true that true that i believe that as well what do you think how how do you think the world is gonna be in the next say f- 10 20 years like into i i really i truly like i truly believe in one world economy i really oh, no, 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 you no. don't believe in one world economy no, I, this no. is my this is my case Can I, let me make my case yeah no. so my case is pretty simple my case is like this there is enough resources to go around to feed the entire planet. The entire planet will be living great. Eight billion people will be living healthy because the planet is full of resources. In my opinion, and from what I've seen in my humble life, you know, a lot of sh- why we cannot share our resources is because of the egos of these world leaders. Yeah. They cannot come to an agreement. I'm talking about one world like we nobody will have problems. So why aren't we just doing it? So one world economy, achieving a one world economy would be such a great way. It will be the way, not a one world government. No, I, get, I get what you mean. But yeah. as you said, you want one world economy, but the only thing that's standing in the way is a man-made ego. So yeah. here's the important question to you. Yeah. How do you remove this ego? You, you line them up. Yes. You get your AK-47 out. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, no matter how perfect of a system exists, there will still be a group of people who are highly intellectual and resourced who will benefit from the opposite and they will do everything possible to get that. So we'll never have a one world anything. <sighs> you're right, you're right. But, but, you, you, wouldn't you say that it could work? Like having a one world economy? We're not smart enough for that. So, mine, uh, so not, you know, might no as well not I, entertain it. Look, after 2016, you know, I just, I saw the things that people believed in and how easily it would be persuade people on every single side yeah. to believe anything you want. And that's when I thought, you know what, uh, I'm done with politics. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love debating. I love that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. After 2016, I'm like, you know what? I resign. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> there is literally no point. So I, I lost my faith. In in know? politics. In people. In people. Yeah, Jesus. In people. Yeah. Nah, yo, man. Because no matter how good your action is, yeah. how good your intention is, and I always believe in intention, others will disagree with you to such an extent that they will call you the evilest man on the planet yeah and yeah i just uh i'm just done (laughs) yeah but that's the thing right that's the thing i love that i love that that you pointed that out like no matter how good you are people will always try and label you as something you're not you're evil just because you it it doesn't fit their agenda right however you always got to do shit for you and not for the fucking people. Fuck them. And let me put Trump out here as a fucking example. Because Trump, in my humble opinion, again, I'm just as one a, guy. As a North African. As a North African, just one guy. Trump was there to trying to do the best for his country. He believed that he was trying to do good things. And he was trying... Listen, before COVID, the economy was doing good. There was more jobs. There was... 
was he was making deals happen. He was doing okay. However, you can always say he was fucking up. You can always say, but again, like he is one man, so you cannot say like this guy was a terrible guy. Nor was he like uh, uh, you know a savior. He no, was I, doing I, I his best. I don't best. even think he was behind the decisions. I, I think he was just the uh, the guy who like you know how Steve Jobs goes to went to these. Um, events and he would like you know present the new things yeah, 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 yeah. but he didn't actually invent them no he was just a guy trump was the guy who just presented the things that happened but had absolutely no idea what was happening he was just uh he was uh um, he was the front face man. yeah That's the front it. man yeah but still good things were happening good things were happening but let's get but the economy was going under obama uh going up under obama so like i think he got some praise from what obama did for real okay and plus the thing is after the 2007 2008 crisis yeah that was like the low point for u.s economy until now yeah and things were just going up you know after yeah. that crisis obviously things would go up and yeah. obviously obama benefited from that too because he got something from the lowest point so it would seem as if he's doing good whether he was or not yeah i'm not gonna get into that yeah. but uh yeah both trump and obama benefited from economy yeah. growing without actually doing, doing much. much yeah well their cabinets you know like you said they're just the front man but bringing it back to like the actual human being where you, no matter how much good you're trying to do you can always be the bad guy right even yeah. if your intentions are good and that's why we cannot do things for people. You know, if you truly believe it's really good to do this, you just got to do it, man. I mean, there's, you will, f like, we're so connected, you will find your group. And your group will 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 um, will be behind you. If you truly have, uh, because there are certain rules, certain codes in, in the universe, you know, that you know they're good. You know they're going to bring peace. You know, like, with certain certainty, you know, it's been proven with uh, through history we have enough data that we can say okay this is a good way to go this is a bad way to yeah. go so and 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 sometimes people like no matter how good you are they will if you don't fit their agenda you're a fucking evil fuck who's trying to destroy our lives you know having said that you're not though you're not you can not you can no. you know especially if you're trying to lead something if you truly believe in your way of life and blah 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 just keep doing it and also, he's a better thing, you know. You know, leaders, leaders in terms of leadership, is why I believe that the best form of leadership is is to lead by example. This is this is you know this is fact. You know, when people, you can talk all you want, but if you do not have the record to prove, yeah, 100%. you know, you can never say shit. So you gotta, uh, the, and that's the thing with politics. It's like you really. You really have to start small. You really have to prove that okay, you you know your your little town. You were a great mayor, and then from great mayor you took a state, and then from the state you know that you can prove that. So, but then again, I truly do believe that nobody like it's really hard. It's really hard to lead anything nowadays. There's no, so many people who with zero fucking experience in anything, but they believe that their voice must be heard. Yeah. You know, I must say my opinion. Fuck you, motherfucker. And you have nothing. Facebook gives a platform for everyone. Yeah, which is fucked up. But, you know, I only had a few points in my life where I had some type of leadership role. Right. And the most important lesson I gained, I think, well, I, I did civil service in, the, in Cyprus. Mm -hmm. I was, like, a couple of years in the army. And the thing is, every time you were in charge of something, in charge of a, in charge of a group of people, 
if something went wrong, it was always your fault. If something went right, you never got praise for it. That was just it. So I had these, like, you know, le leadership positions at university. And every single time, if something went wrong, I said it was my fault. Or I would phrase it in a way, yeah, I would have done this next time. Mm -hmm. And every time something was right and was successful, I always said, yeah, we did it. Or that's the way we did it. Yeah. Even if I did it myself, mm -hmm. I would still say we, mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that it was a great thing to see in any leader, like, that you see them taking responsibility for anything that went wrong, but at the same time giving praise to literally everyone behind him right 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 just that's that's great le leadership making I, it about the team i never saw that in trump yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm the best guy i'm the you know nobody yeah. nobody nobody deal makes deals like i do nobody loves the nhs no no nhs the, the the army like i do nobody loves anything it's always about him even though he skipped the army he skipped everything that guy that guy that guy came from humble beginnings. My father gave me a, a yeah, million dollars. a million dollar loan. Just, just you know, a <laughs> just a humble beginning. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. People come from different parts of Can the world. Can you imagine how big your podcast would be if your dad gave you a million dollars? I don't know, man. Right now, I would take it. Back in the day, I don't think I don't know. Oh, don't don't start with me. You take it I'd so fast, man. You'd have an espresso bar right there. We'd have a couple of waiters just giving us Trust food me. while we're doing this. Well, uh, yeah, we'll uh, have we'll have play that card on me. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's humble enough to reject a million. Nobody. Nobody. I'll have chicks with bikinis serving us food right now. Yeah, it is what it is, man. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I'm doing it this way. Maybe I'll learn a lot more. A See, lot. I, I never understood that. I always wanted my food presented professionally, so I would keep my eyes on the food. Yeah, you I, get distracted. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that conservative type when it comes to food. I love you know? that. Yeah, yeah. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. I, I can only focus on one you know, type of pleasure. Thing, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't have time for these, you know, extra tricks. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um yeah dude it's it's uh, it's crazy you were you were in the army in cyprus yeah which 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 flag flag yeah. oh the the legal one the legal one yeah, which one the northern side is only recognized by turkey nobody else okay and then the uh the southern side is it's just cyprus. Of cyprus yeah. okay so the northern side the northern side is uh is what colonized by turkey type shit so how is it called i always speak <laughs> Uh, the Northern Republic of T God, I can't believe, I can't believe I forgot about this. Is that, is that irrelevant, right? Is that stupid that, why? We, we always call it the occupied side. Um, the Northern Turkish Republic of Cyprus, something like that. Okay. And it's 37% of the island. Okay. And they invaded back in 74. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 73. Jesus, I need to keep Why did they invade? History. Oh man, that was a that was a huge story. Um, so, God, listen, that was a lot of history. I can't even summarize it in two minutes as much as I could. And I would have a lot of friends hating on me <laughs> for saying this, but it was a fault of both sides. Was it? Yeah, yeah. it has to be. It was the fault of mankind. No, the thing is, uh, you had like, okay, first of all. When you're a tiny island yeah. and you know that Turkey is right on top of you and they mm. would use any excuse to invade, you really try your hardest to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. What happened is that um, people from Cyprus, they wanted to take over the government and they tried. They yeah. did. Um, I don't remember how successful they were. And Turkey saw it. Okay, you're attacking the Turkish population in Cyprus. We're not going to 
take that. So right. they invaded. And, um, you know, obviously that's what they did was horrible, but, um, you know, war should be like avoided at all costs. You don't aggravate, like as, as bad as a country may be, you don't aggravate it when you're yeah. in a weak position. And what Cyprus was thinking is that they're going to rely on Greece for the defense. Yeah. Greece was not that good. They had their own problems at the time, their own uh, little revolutions. Right. Um, and I remember there was a whole plane filled with Greek special forces that went to Cyprus to help. And it was the Cypriots who shot it down by accident. <sighs> yeah. That started the, the bullshit. No, it didn't start the bullshit. It's just, it was, the army in Cyprus was not ready for it. Okay? Damn. Turkey is too powerful for yeah. one little island. And yeah. in my opinion, you shouldn't have aggravated it. Yeah. And It is what it is. Yeah. It but, um So how know, was your experience in there? Well, it was it was weird because um, I moved around like two, three different bases. Right. And the thing is, physically speaking, it wasn't even challenging. Like to get to special forces, you only had to do 40 push-ups, 35 sit-ups or something. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I'm in. <laughs> you know what I mean. The the tough part was that I just I didn't know what to expect, and all of a sudden I see some of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. And people tell me, "Don't look at it as something logical." They tell you to do something, regardless of how dumb it is. Just do it. Yeah. And once I got to that habit, I I was like, "All right, this is fine." The toughest part was getting only five hours of sleep every day. Mm. And the worst part was that you're not even doing anything meaningful. It's like, you know, guard duty and then cleaning and then like following the dumbest orders. Right. I was just very tiring. So, um, how long were you there for? Two years. Okay. That's well, finally, after time. nine months, I got moved to like a watchtower. So there's the main base yeah. where you have like hundreds of people. Yeah. And then there were like watchtowers where there was a house. Yeah. And then there was like a. Tower, uh, tower on top of a hill. Yeah, ten guys at that house. Yeah, six stay overnight, four leave. Yeah, so you're basically on your own, and it was basically like a camp. You do your guard duty, you come down, you read books, watch TV, you know, stuff like that. Make sure that everything's right. Mm-hmm. It made more sense. I got more sleep. We drank alive, and though we're not supposed, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christmas parties we were allowed to do that. So yeah, yeah. I love it. Look, did, did, I I hated it at the time. But in hindsight, I'm glad I did it. Did you get arm trained, like gun trained? Yeah, shit? yeah, we did shootings. Um, so what do you think? Do you think like it's... Uh, I, I do believe like everybody should do military service. Everybody in the world. Because it's not just about guns and it's character building. Yeah, right? like I was a lot more patient after I finished. Mm. A lot more patient. Every time there was like some customer service mishap, I, I would just stay and just wait until everything's resolved. I wouldn't raise my voice. I would just be calm and cool. And at the same time, if I was told to do something that I disagreed with, I would say, I would tell my opinion why it's why it should be done differently. Yeah. But you know, after all, you just have to do it. Yeah. Nothing escalates. Well, the thing is, um, you know, when you start a job, you start from the bottom, right? Right as much of an opinion as you have at the yeah. end of the day it won't really be worth much yeah. right yeah so you have to get used to that your ego is in check you you know you just have to follow some orders sometimes yeah and that's what it taught me and i gotta tell you the arms training 
Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone had a semi-automatic, right? <laughs> okay. And um, so after I finished the army, I stayed in Cyprus for four years to do my law degree. And I would have to go into the army once every three months as a reserve. Okay. And when you go in as a reserve, you don't really follow orders. You just do training. And, you know, you finished your two years. They don't really bother you. The lieutenants, the captains, they're like, he's a reserve. Just leave him alone. Yeah. So all the reserves, we group up together, like 200 of us. We camp out. Uh, so we have, like, tents. And one of my classmates was with me at one point. So, like, we had bonfires. We, some people brought in whiskey. We ordered kebabs, you know, after the training. We shot some stuff before drinking, of course. It was like a guy's night every yeah. three months, right? So it was actually really cool. Sick. I would get frustrated in law school, you know, get stressed out. And then I would go camping. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So that was the fun part of the army. Love that, man. That must have been an experience. And people should have that type of experience. Um, would I, you do it? I would. Of course I would. I would in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Not now. Not wow. now. My army base is my business, my studies, and my, you know, whatever I got. Mm. But uh, what, if I can, if I can manage everything that I'm doing right now with a phone call only, I would go immediately. I would disappear for like twelve months. I don't mind. I would love that, and I would love to do like a hard one. You know, remember that one? The um, they used to do it in North African desert, the the um, the uh, legion, the French one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ones that get new identity and stuff. Bruh, right? those was the, I've seen a documentary on that one, and it's mad. And I didn't see the documentary, I just heard about it. Yeah. But it's like prisoners with the worst crimes go in there, new Basic. passport, new name. Yeah, pretty much, and they train you like an assassin. And also Navy SEAL training. Uh, I've, I've read, uh, you, you know David Goggins, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've read his book, and his book is crazy about it, the, you recommend it? a really good really good this guy went through some shit in his life dude it tells you it kind of tells you how he broke the barriers in his mind to become the beast that he is right now and do these uh you know 24 hour runs and shit like that it's, it's crazy see when i when i hear that all right so a lot of people see okay so he runs all right yeah <laughs> Like that's the worst way to describe David Goggins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs. A yeah, guy yeah, yeah. runs with a backpack. Yeah. Uh, it's beyond that. Obviously. It's way beyond that. Yeah. It's way beyond that. His mental toughness is next level. He's got the record for the best push, uh, uh, most pull-ups. He's uh, he's a, he's a, a book writer. He's a podcaster. He's a motivational speaker. He's uh, he's everything, man. He's everything. It's not just about his rungs. He's he's really. He's next level, man. He's like uncommon amongst uncommon people. Exactly is, what he says. I used to do, well, not long distance running. I ran half marathons a few times. Mm -hmm. And I keep up to like 10K now, uh, you know, just every week or so. Yeah. But the thing is, when I used to train for half marathons, for me, like 21 kilometers, I was like, that's too much. Yeah. But I did it. And I remember thinking that when you do long runs like that, yeah. you always think, oh, you're done. Yeah. But you just like go on this autopilot mode or you try to find anything to motivate motivate yourself just to go forward. Right. So I'm like, I'm always thinking, how do I apply this to yeah. anything else? You know, like you're tired doing this task from working or studying. How do you keep going with running? It's simple because it's just one leg after the other. But how do you deal with your mind? That's yeah. what I want to know. How do you transfer that mentality to anything else? Does yeah. he talk about that in the book? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. It tells you because 
uh, for me, for example, I am I'm writing a big paper. I'm writing a PhD paper, right? So I have to be patient, and I have to be like, okay, it's a long way, and I'm the just reference and must be tough. Ah, 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 bro, don't don't get me started. So I'm literally like two chapters in, and it's supposed to be seven chapters. It's supposed to be um, two hundred pages. It's not bad, 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 but it's bad. You know, if you're not, if you don't like writing and shit, you're not gonna no, enjoy. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's it's cool that way. You know, where it's it's in your mindset is like I can go on for as much as I can, as I want to. You know, like uh, when when your body's telling you, oh, that's it, you're giving up. Your 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 toe is broken. Stop. No, 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 no. That's only your maximum. He's basically saying that people's maximum. Average person's max is forty is actually forty percent of his actual yeah, yeah, max. That's Navy SEAL thing, yeah, so he's basically trying to transcend your levels right now. Um, I had a point about Goggins. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I don't know. I had a I had good ah, whatever. The fact that people hated him. Huh? The fact that people hated him. Yeah, a lot of people like people do not understand. Like, dude, that's a hard man for what he's went through. Let him be him. You know, just because you're a pussy and you do not understand his mentality, it's like. Yeah, you know, but uh, in terms of like, this is my point, um, in terms of like activities that would uh, that would translate into your day to day life. Absolutely. hundred percent. As per the recommendation of Joe Rogan, I started doing jujitsu. I, I joined the shoot fighters. It's a gym uh, in in um, in Alperton. Um, okay. It's just here, West London. Um, I did not. I haven't been since the COVID thing. Of course, yeah, you cannot. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, jujitsu is really nice. I've been there since 2017, and it really translates into your day-to-day life, where you're, you know, you, you kind of like you. There's so many things, so many lessons about being relaxed. See how things play out. Take opportunity. Engage. Rela- you know, it teaches you stuff like that. You know. And uh, so I would recommend that. And he's a jujitsu player as well. And he does stretching. Apparently, he's stretching things. Yeah. yeah the thing is, um, I always wanted to try it because when it comes to fighting, yeah. the, the one technique I was uh, never really good at was grappling. Yeah, grappling is nice. I was always into like Thai boxing and stuff. Yeah. But you know the fighting style that really like made an impact on me? Yeah. Krav Maga. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried it? No, but I, I hear a lot, you know, good things about it. So, listen, I only did it for two months. Yeah. Um, But, so, I go into this place. Yeah. And usually, at Thai boxing and MMA, you have, like, this type of rain or place where you do sparring or any type of area for, like, practicing fights. Mm-hmm. In Krav Maga, they didn't have it. So, I come up to the coach, and I'm like, uh, where is the rain or do you have any place to, like, you know, spar? It's like the fight's gonna last thirty seconds. What do you need a ring for? No shit. And, and that was that was pretty much how you would summarize Krav Maga. It's like <laughs> it's not about you know if you see a guy in the street, you're not gonna go for fifteen rounds with him. No, you're you know? not. It's just gonna be right there, right then, done and that. Hell yeah. And uh, you always know, like it really made me think I'm not gonna fight in my life because I'm gonna try to avoid it as much as possible because yeah. this dude was doing Krav Maga for decades and he was still showing us ways and how people could still knock him out within two seconds. Wow. So if you have a guy who was like in special forces and like a bodyguard professionally done this for years and decades and you can still take him out for two se- in two seconds, 
you're gonna avoid the fight, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's your best chance of like winning a fight is to avoid the fight. Just, you you know, know what I mean? Be a lover, not a fighter. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Man. You know what I mean? Trust me, dude. Trust me. Um, you know, but I'm I'm sure like growing up in the in the country like Ukraine and me in North Africa, I had my share of bullshit in the street. And uh, I was, things, yeah, yeah, I was always the guy who like never wanted to fight. I always was the guy who, nah, chill, dude. We can talk about this. You know, we can talk about that. But it is what it is. Sometimes life pushes you, and when you get there, when you find yourself in these situations, you're gonna thank yourself that you've been doing those jujitsu classes. And uh, but again, it's not why I do it. It really is a stress relief, yeah. and it's really just. Like I said, I see that transition, that translation of those skills into my personal life about being relaxed and not getting mad, being patient, seeing how things play out, you know, just. So what you do know. you mean by that? Like, what do you mean that you're patient in jujitsu? I'm patient. Like, for example, when I'm in a bad position, I do not react. I'm like, oh, OK, OK. If I do ro- something wrong here, it could get worse than what it is now. Okay. So let me just be patient. Let me see what he's going to do. Oh, here you go. Here's my exit. Bam. I'm here. Now I'm in way better position. So stuff like that, you know, you you can you take it with you uh, to to your real life. You're like you're kind of you're fucked up. Okay, this shit is happening. This shit is happening. If I say the wrong thing right now, I could make shit. So let me just chill. Let me just chill. Let me see what how you know what I mean that type of stuff. So shout out to everybody who recommends jujitsu because it's the real deal. And we do submission wrestling as well. So it's not just jujitsu. It's wrestling. Then we translate into jujitsu, muay thai here and there, some sparring. You know, it's cool. It's cool. It's a, it's a good gym. But again, it's been a minute, and also I'm too busy now. Even when they open that shit, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be there. Uh, I like long distance walks here and there. I, sometimes I walk from home to here. And it's a it's a 10k walk, which is not bad, you know, not bad. You think you would not do a 10k walk, but you can do, do it in an hour. Swimming pool anyway, yeah. But yeah, we do, we do. Do try swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swimming is the one. Your immune system as well. It's, yeah. it's the perfect exercise. Absolutely, I would love to do swimming. I grew up in North Africa. Again, I uh, I grew up by the sea, so my lungs yeah. are huge. I do think my lungs are huge, like. Uh, uh, my my endurance in terms of like cardio is really i see the difference between me and an average person is because i can i don't know my lungs are big i, I grew up f- free diving you know no, i grew cool. yeah i grew up doing that we used to hunt uh, for we used to fish for octopus we used to fish for crabs we used to do a lot of eels sometimes with i the just did scuba diving this summer and got qualified for 20 meters it was pretty cool sick how long was the course uh so it was basically four four weekends no two or th- three weekends okay like that and uh yeah it was just uh, pretty cool like it was meditating underwater and you know you just have to control your breathing yeah. and that's how you control your buoyancy you you have some like you know physics behind it but they're like so basic that yeah. you feel like a genius because you understand <laughs> it and then you go you go deep enough and like so the water is warm right at yeah. the first 10 meters and yeah. then you go down and it eventually gets yeah. colder and when it gets like just a bit chilly you feel a bit relaxed you know yeah. like even more so and from what from what i heard if you go below 30 35 meters you get this uh effect in you i don't remember how it's called but it's like you're getting drunk yeah and a lot of uh, people who go diving they have that and they need to take a rest before they they do anything else because Whoa. they actually feel drunk Fucking and hell. they don't realize it too. 
Jesus. Yeah, so if you see divers and they're like, yeah, I love going deep, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol doesn't work out for you, right? <laughs> you're like going there getting that buzz. Mm. Yo, that's cool. So, dude, um, w- like quickly, like summarize your podcast for me. Uh, like wh- wh- why did you start it and why? All right, all right, I'll summarize it in two words. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually listened to one of them and... I love the fact that you engage uh, with people. You gosh. ask people stuff. You be like, do you "Yo, know, do you know why?" Yeah, because literally the only people who listen to it are my closest friends. So I feel like I'm just speaking to them. Sick, man. That's how it starts. That's well, how it starts. Like, okay, so I got a comment from a couple of lawyers saying that my CV it wasn't interesting enough, like mm. the extracurricular stuff. Mm. I was like, all right, I did army and I did stand up. Yeah. So you got like this guy who can shoot semi-automatics yeah. and does stand-up comedy. That's not interesting enough. Okay, so I did scuba diving qualification. I'm like, okay, that might be more interesting. And then I'm thinking it would be cool to say that I'm a host of a podcast, right? Yeah. So I put down my CV and I'm like, all right, now I have to make a podcast. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! And then I thought, you know what? In my CV, I also put host and executive producer of London Tuesdays. Yes. And yeah, so I just started. I don't know where it's going. I don't know the direction. That's why I'm like, every episode is a bit different. Some mm. of it is freestyle. Others are more planned. I'm just trying right now, basically. That's what it is. I try to mix in a few jokes where I can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come naturally. Sometimes, you know, like something happened throughout the week and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'll, yeah. I'll talk about it. Yeah. So right now I'm just trying. That's it. Sick. London Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen, check that out. Uh, it's pretty relaxed podcast. It's a good oh, podcast you. to G- listen. Give me to. a feedback. I, like I don't know if you've heard, but like as bad as it is, yeah, give it to me, man. Like for me at the moment, yeah. The funniest things about my podcast is me making fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you were going through. Like one thing I learned from your podcast is. Um, how many downloads you need to start getting paid, which oh, is what, 400,000? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, 400,000 downloads? On yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn. So, yeah, so here you go. You learned something. You're pretty relaxed. You're cracking a few jokes. I think it's going somewhere. You, the man. thing is, it's just consistency and good marketing, really. That's all it is. That's all it is. And as you go on, bro, like, I'm pretty sure if you stay consistent and keep doing your life, because, what, it takes you, what? 20 minutes of your fucking day, whatever to do, podcast. The editing is uh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it takes ages. I hate it. Well, you gotta. Well, then here you go. Let's think about efficiency. Let's think about a way to um, uh, not edit. Fuck yeah, the know, edit. I know, I know. Fuck the edit, dude. Give it to him raw. Like, yeah. this is who we are. You better start that, liking me that's now. ready for the raw. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know the link up specials that we do over there, right? Oh, sometimes we go deep. We go deep into I, I places. You were like uh, advertising Kit Kats or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just like, hey, I bought Kit Kats. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was this, it's, we call it the snack of the day. It's always some bougie snack. We go into Tesco's or whatever. Kit Kat is bougie. No, no, no. no. It's like it, it was a Christmas box, special. Yeah, it was a Christmas right. special, you know. So we exactly go look at our all link up specials. There's always some sort of crazy snack that we use. And we don't have snacks at all throughout the week. And then when we have those, it kind of gets us hype and childish. Uh, Ah, like shoot that's a good <laughs> you know that's that's the concept of it but we do go through some um topics that nobody should hear us talk about shit like that dude we go deep the other day we were talking about pedophiles on um on um on the dark web 
yeah and bro we had to edit that shit out because we were going deep into that bullshit and i was like nobody wants to hear this shit yeah but the only way you could you know mention pedophiles is to say that they shouldn't exist on this planet that's, that's it. it that's, that's it. enough that's where, it that's where it stops that's where it stops so um yeah so i guess a little bit of efficiency you know if you want to keep doing what you're doing like you got to be efficient make it easy don't make it like don't make it a big deal and keep consistent you know people apparently there's a statistic that a lot of podcasts stop at like 20 episodes yeah, or something from logan paul's podcast yeah shout out to logan paul he's doing okay See, man yeah, i was surprised yeah actually. he's a mature guy actually I, I thought he was a child bro like but he's cool man he's podcast a cool dude really changed the man. he really did he really did so it's that type of stuff you know stay consistent if you really believe in it it's really cool and also i'll tell you this it always helps you in meeting the people you want to meet yeah. so if you go be like hey dude i'm a, i'm doing this i'm doing this and i do a podcast as well i would love to come and talk to you about this topic uh you know uh on my podcast and they most of the time they'd be like yeah sure let's do it and they do bro i like the, the, my time some of my guests i never met and i would have never met them like if 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 i didn't if i didn't um have a podcast i have a guy from dropbox and i'm gonna release the episode very soon shout out to abishek he's a sick american dude who works for dropbox worked for adobe like a tech guy really nice guy and he was giving me some crazy intel they he was giving me crazy intel about cybercrime and cybersecurity and how what was actually going on behind the Trump Russia thing and stuff like that some you know these tech people these tech people that work for uh who are successful in tech giant companies they they look at the world different they see the world like for yeah, what it that, is that's because you know tech companies are five steps ahead of what they last know yeah and we just you know what we just know whatever is advertised wherever the new iphone features are yeah they know what's going to happen in 20 years yeah you know? they do because they do. those are already plans that are in motion and they yeah. know it we don't we don't know shit we just know what fucking social media feeds us exactly, you know yeah. which is terrible man that's why a lot of people choose to um kind of like get away from social media all in in together which i don't believe is the best way Dude, to I do it i deleted my instagram for like a year it was so peaceful was it really it you felt good by yourself it, yeah honestly it's Whoa. like i could focus on things outside of social media because instagram was the thing i used the most yeah and then i just deactivated it you know whoever wanted to talk to me they still knew other ways to find me to reach yeah. me and i just did my thing you know and like so on instagram i would post stories or the actual posts yeah and my friends would know what i was up to yeah when i stopped doing that i would talk to each friend individually and i was like oh i did this and they're like holy cow like you went to a podcast show like you didn't tell us about this yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if i still use my instagram my people would know yeah yeah, yeah. now yeah. i will tell them individually yeah i love that love that yeah yeah it's kind of like again it's the human aspect because instagram is taking that away from us a little bit and um i was i was um there's so many documentaries now about how social media affects you and whatnot. The social dilemma. The social yeah. dilemma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how uh, ha their happiness, their fucking happiness is based on the app. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you allow that? It's like talking about fucking drugs, talking about heroin, talking about cocaine. This is the fucking worst drug right now where if you don't get enough likes you're fucking hating yourself you're pulling your hair i'm like holy shit man imagine the kids that we're gonna have like how we're gonna look at it like that first smartphone they're gonna get i, I don't know what to do i don't know 
I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. And if we you... know what, what's out there now, but by the time we have kids, like we'll be out of touch, man. Yeah, we'll be out of touch. We're gonna be fucking robots. And and if you in any way tell your child or tell I don't know some newborn that oh stay away from your tablet, they'll be like, oh my god, he said he's taking the tablet away from his child. Holy shit! How dare he? Yeah, Make, making him him read books like what is he? Exactly. Thinking? This is 2050. You need to get with the times, okay? <laughs> oh my god, that's what's happening to our grandparents. That's how our grandparents are, and how that's how our parents are. It's like when they when they say something, and we'll be like, no, 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 this is 2020. Be careful what you're talking about. They'll be like shocked. They'll be like, yeah. oh my god, I can't even say this. I can't. E- my grandparents don't care. They just they yeah. Still say it. Listen, they don't give a shit. You know that's what it is. What are like, gonna do? Like get get them cancelled? Like yeah, where? Yeah. Really in Eastern Ukraine, man. <laughs> it's hard enough out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're tough people, though. They're tough people. Our our parents and the parents before them, they're way tougher than us. We're uh, we're kind of like we're between the snowflake generation and between the tough generation i still think i'm a bit of a snowflake i do as well sometimes sometimes when i look at other people around me or again like when i look at my parents be like i'm a fucking yeah. snowflake 100%. i ain't shit you know what i mean i'm like I, I can start crying right now just for a mean comment Easy, man. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but yeah dude um thanks for being here man i oh, really I enjoyed, enjoyed this uh this conversation thanks but i would like to do more neural told me that he wanted you on the link up we do a link up because i know you like gaming and you like some we will react to some bullshit uh, gaming man i i stopped it because i get too addicted to that. yeah that's why i don't do it that's why i don't do it a lot of my friends sammy jump on cod sammy jump on warzone i'm like uh-uh uh-uh that's not me that's not me i can't my friend yesterday i was at my friend's place and uh we were playing um uh, he was showing me the new assassin's creed and i played it for a bit valhalla, valhalla. and i played it for a bit and just, i was just because of spell hell i just want to play it like i'm itching for it it's sick i was raiding villages and shit i was like holy oh. shit this shit is so good i could play it for hours and hours i was like thank god i don't have uh i don't have this With console video games eight hours go by don't even they notice. do they do and a lot of people are losing their lives with that as well you know again weird world we nothing i, I, I you went can't. through that with world of warcraft did you really yeah. holy shit i was like 14 at the time okay not bad 14 yeah. you're okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that was fine holy cow how long how many how many years well dude i played it for like three four years yeah and I can guarantee you there were days where I would play like 12 hours straight. Jeez. Yeah. You must have been there with the, with the fucking dragons and the... And I, the... I loved it. It was honestly amazing because the storylines, everything. Is yeah. just, the game is absolutely amazing. That's yeah. what's so addictive about it. And, you know, you get to, like, you get your own little clique, like the guild and everything. Yeah, yeah. You get, like, online friends there and stuff. And it's like, oh, right, you have a community, you can use this type of lingo yeah and uh, you're just like you know what this is so much better than real life well i wouldn't say that but at the time when you're 14 you're like you don't even know yeah what's out there right whoa so exactly sick 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 do you i mean looking back do you still have uh, friends from world of warcraft no <laughs> were they some weirdos no actually they were okay right one of them was like a royal god from sweden whoa i'm telling you he was like because they have a royal family there too and yeah. he was a royal god in the palace nice yeah That's everyone sick. was like shocked when they found out and like he linked his facebook and everything i was like no i'm i'm legit 
Everyone's like, wow, you have a job? You have a job? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm saying. Apparently, you know, the same thing. Like, Joe Rogan was uh, addicted to some game for quite some time. It happens. It happens. And I oh, bet. Listen, listen. It's an, uh, Again, it's, an, it's like going to the army, but for your brain type shit. Maybe. I don't know. You enjoy the video game. You just <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, I'd love I'd love to, to, to have you again on the link up so we can be more... Um, Engaged with what's going on in the world because I feel like we can talk a lot How about what's happening. Up work? Well, we just we, we record every Wednesday. We just sit um, in the in the other room. We have a uh, a TV that is connected to the internet, and it's also the people at home they can see it as you've seen. And uh, we Google stuff and we see what's going on. And if we if somebody brings up anything, we're like oh actually let's Google it. We got All a right. Jamie in there, basically. Oh, okay. You know what I Everyone mean? Everyone needs a Jamie. Everybody needs a Jamie because a lot of people can talk shit. You know what I mean? So we need, we do need a Jamie. Um, but yeah, so, dude, like, to close this off, where do you hopefully see yourself, like, five years from now? Hopefully still here. Yeah. I want to find a job, uh, anything at this point, just to keep my bills going. Mm-hmm. And just start building something, you know? Because uh, at the moment it's hard to get something, get a job. Mm-hmm. But once I get, it, I know I'll grab that and just you know make something out of it. Hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. That's what I want. I wish you all the best. Uh, now hopefully we'll we'll see you popping soon in the in the future. London Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen, check them out. Dennis, thank you so much for coming, brother. And I'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget subscri- subscribe, share, tell a friend if you enjoyed the conversation. Tell a friend, and more content coming soon from Immigrant Mentality Show. Let's go.